This episode of Two Belts is brought to you by the letter W, which stands for white on white crime, which stands for what we all have to listen to with this dumb ass MGK versus Eminem versus GEZ versus Iggy Azalea versus everybody else. It's like a fight breaking out in the line in Trader Joe's. <laughs> so this episode is brought to you by the letter W, white on white crime. Mm-hmm. Listen to Two Belts, subscribe, like, share, all that shit. Let's get it. You wanted to put on dress shoes? <laughs> That's For no I've... particular reason? Just shorts, shorts and dress, dress shoes? shoes. <laughs> you dress how you want when nobody can beat your ass. Listen, <laughs> ain't that the fucking truth, nigga? Because who really gonna press him? Like Vegeta. Vegeta wearing that pink shirt? Who's gonna insult him? Who's gonna him? press him? Who's gonna press him? The nigga blew up his own man. My man in GT had a mustache. He was trying something new. He really was a dad. He was really washed dad. He was big washed dad then. Big washed dad. And just, um, now well, he's like the greatest dad. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 157 of the Two Belts podcast. I am Beals. That is and Carl- I am Carlos. Oh, great. And we are Two Belts. And man, uh, life update real quick. I went to um, the Genius IQ BBQ last weekend. What the fuck? What? Are, uh, for Mensa? No. Oh. I wish. <laughs> Maybe one N- day. Niggas with pocket protectors sipping <laughs> Chardonnay. Ooh, turn up. Um, Rap Genius. Oh. Rap Genius. They're officially, they're just genius now because they don't just do rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they had their second annual barbecue thingamajig um, last weekend. I oh. went again because I thought the first one was incredibly fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, it was kind of the same thing. So it wasn't as fun as last year because... Quite honestly, it was much of the same thing, and I wasn't surprised by anything. But I got to see a couple performers. Um, um, Tierra Wack. Tierra Wack. I don't know if you know who Tierra Wack is. I've heard her name before on the timeline. I've never heard any of her music. Um, she makes music, and I feel like at some point we should do, like, a primer of, like, female rappers and, like, what they sound like and who would they be like targeted towards? Like if you're a girl that they like the demographic, yeah, okay. Because Tierra Whack is more for like a like the quirky like Whack like, as in like strike. Is that how it's written? Yes, like hit. Yes, not Whack like she's Whack. <laughs> but ironically, she probably I think it was. Ironic. She's probably very talented because I hear her name all the time. <laughs> but it's just like looking at the name. <laughs> Um, I feel like if she did porn, like with that name, you know what I mean, hmm. okay, like she's like she's like a hand job name. specialist. Yeah, that's what it says on <laughs> her. <Tierra> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it just says. And she makes merch, and it says like, like you yeah. know how in My Hero Academia when they go to commercial break, it's of like course. their their card and, and give and their whole their, bio their, and their quirk is up there. Oh my god, hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, quirk semicolon hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she was cool. Cork, anal, full colon. <laughs> <laughs> she was cool. Um, I'd say she makes music for, like, if you're a girl who watches Futurama. Okay. So, it's like, you get the... It's, so, like, Doja Cat, but smart? Yes. 
Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. There you go. Well, yeah, Doja yeah, yeah. Cat. Because I feel like you have to have a certain level of intelligence and to grasp a future. More dark skinned. Yes. Way more dark skinned. Oh. Um. Delicious. She was good. She was good. I think she has personality. Um, that's good. In a way that's, that's like. That's good. That's good. It was very like back and forth, but not condescending. Whereas the difference between her and the next performer, Princess Nokia, was very. <laughs> Um, I, I shouldn't I, have laughed that hard, but when I you think said you're gonna break the thing, <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna break the thing. But I know it's a solid sound. Yep, solid brick, right. solid brick on there. I'll load. Um, no, nah, you don't have to lower it. It's just that you gotta watch what you say. Got you at the moment. All right. Like, so Princess Nokia came on. Um, I can honestly say I'm not a fan. Oh, absolutely. Um, because I, I tried, I tried listening to her last project, and I was just like, I don't know, it's not for me. Nope. Um, she's not a good artist. Yeah, to me, Point in blank. my opinion, I think she's a great pundit, like a Joe suddenly B- Joe Budden esque. Suddenly, she's a great pundit. Yes, because before it sounded like like people do interview. Like I hated her interviews. I I, I watch interviews because with her too, and I thought- it was um her trying to cram in this aesthetic, and it made her seem like a fifteen year old with like. Like I, I don't know, maybe Who's she, trying to feel like they're thirty four or something, or like that. trying to feel like they're very different. Yeah, when it's like different and older and other things. I I get it. I'm like, and like wiser in this yeah, weird, yeah, 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 fake that's, way. That's how I got it in the interview. That and I saw it's like her. to me, it's like yo, you you don't have to do this. Yeah, you don't have to do this. Like, but it may be her. But maybe I just don't. I don't know. It's like when, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. We don't have to don't fuck know. with everybody. Yeah, we, we, I'm sure she doesn't we, fuck with me. So. I, I'm sure she wouldn't fuck with me if um, she knew the people I roll with. Um, but she was. You know what? I didn't stay for a set. Mm-hmm. I decided to go. You know, travel around, um, check out a few people, say hi to a few people. Adele mm-hmm. was there. Shout out to Adele. Um, Adele. From from you know title oh, and title yeah her sweat title etc yeah, yeah, yeah. other slashes, um, <laughs> Robbie Rab was there. Shout oh, out to Rob, Robbie. Robbie Rab works at Genius. So it's, no, it's, he no longer works at Genius. He no longer works at Genius. He is the editor hey. at Double XL. Oh, that's really good for Robbie Rab. Shout out to him. Shout out to Robbie Rab. Shout out to him. Um, so he does that. Um, so I saw a couple more people as well. Uh, some I saw a friend Ashley Tiffany stay on TV. Blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, I just remember walking back into the room and her essentially like screaming at the people there or just like, um, not screaming, but, um, saying like, oh, you guys thought you were going to be here and just look cool and buy this expensive outfit just to stand around and look cool. Nah, fuck around with my music or something like that. Like she wanted to engage them, but I'm like, you're also insulting them. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't work unless you're a likable asshole. Yeah. Like you're like a schoolboy Q or, or hey, ugly nigga in the front. And I'm not saying it's cause like she's a woman, but in a sense, it's, it's just not, like, it's like, it's like you have to, you have to have a certain charisma to have that comfortability with people mm-hmm. and it for, for it to work. Yeah. And people have to not find you annoying to, for you to say those things and them not find you more annoying. Yeah. Like I was, man, and the same thing happened at one Africa Fest. Like there was this one artist. They brought her from. She was she was from. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe she was a Nigerian artist, or maybe mm-hmm. she was she was from West Africa. That's yes. what I knew for sure by her accent. But she was like, "Oh, I come to New York. I want you to guys have fun with me." Da 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 da. And I was like. This is this is not the level of engage like they don't right. know who you are right. so I feel like you should start strong and, and it's like she didn't get that energy back and she was trying to force them to give her that yeah, energy yeah you can't, and you can't force do them. that you have to have like great music that people want to genuinely 
be like, oh, shit. There's like, so many things that go into making great music, and I feel like people only understand the 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 part of the, that that they do you yes. know the the lyrics part or anything like that or just like how people really feel about it like people ha- don't have people around them to give them actual critiques only right. opinions mm-hmm. and then sometimes your friends don't even give you real opinions right because but, who else would you ask yeah um, that's another thing but, stop asking your friends yeah but I think you know <laughs> I think she's doing well for herself yeah personally I'm not a fan of the music mm-hmm. um. I'm still going to try to, you know, look forward to what she has in the future just to see how it is in terms of um, her growth we, things mm, like that. But I don't need, mm, I'm not, I'm not, I tried the last project. I'm not really engaged, so I don't really mm, have much to say. I didn't really stay for the performance, just to be honest mm, with you. Um, but I guess shout out to her. I don't um, hope she falls off. I just hope she finds peace because I feel like that's. We'll find something that works. Yeah. No, I mean peace because I, I feel like that's the, like, her need for attention and her need to be focused on is, like, mm. weird to me. But, um. I agree. Also, like, that whole Puerto Rico situation rubbed me the wrong way. What did she say? Oh, no, it's not what she said. She has, she she's Puerto Rican. So she oh. has family out in Puerto Rico. And uh, a friend of mine was questioning her on the fact that, oh, you know, you've, donated, you've uh, gathered all these funds for families in Puerto Rico, but we still haven't seen it donated. Like, he's asking people close to her and close to her family. Oh, hey, have you guys gotten any money from her? Da 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 da. She made over 6,000 in a GoFundMe and it took him forever. It took people bugging her to give her to give up the money that she's supposed to send. Mm. So that rubbed me the very wrong way. I It's very sketchy stuff. You know what? That one, I got to hear both sides. I got to hear both sides on that one. It's a commonwealth. We have the same currency. I know, but I got to hear both sides. It could be um it doesn't have to be like, yo, you know, next day. But it's something where I got to hear both sides and sort of like what necessarily happened on her behalf and find out if it's valid or if it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would rather her let me know of what she attempted to do and why it took her so long and then just me to say like, yo, this is bullshit. Like, you... it shouldn't take several months. This is true. Um, um, Western Union doesn't take that long. Listen, the Western Union gets me money to my family. Just I don't like know, that. man. And this podcast like if, is not supported by Western Union. Even it's not, but I'm just saying it's like... Or any barrels that may go down to our country. You know? <laughs> um, 2 Chains was the headliner. Great show. I mean, I think he was very high um, because his energy seemed a little bit not as energyful as... And that's not a word. Um, but he was still good. He current, churned out the hits. I think probably the biggest thing that he had going... The the, the the verse that people responded the most to was Big Bang. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I think All Me by Drake, too. Um, he didn't perform No Lie? He did perform No Lie. Did I think people... Were, to that? Oh. I mean, I, I love, love No I love, Lie. I, I screamed No Lie with spider. my fucking... Dancing in that spider way. That third verse of No Lie is one of the like greatest 2 chains verse I've ever heard. Um, but he says amazing things on the regular to me, so maybe it's just my own bias. But, you know, that's it. That was my weekend. That's how, was, good. how was your weekend? Spider-Man? Mm, uh, mostly Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> so just like wrap it up like mostly do it like Give I stopped. Your IGN review, my G. <laughs> mostly I stopped. IGN to NIG, my G. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like I said, so playing the game, I was just like doing mostly like uh, I stopped after like maybe the third or fourth mission just to do a lot of the side quests just mm-hmm. to see how the mechanics of the game work out. And yes. 
it progresses a lot. Like it feels literally like the Batman game. It's set up just like the Batman game with in terms of the stats and the skills mm-hmm. and even like extra costumes that you can have. But with the Spider-Man one, there's like a plethora of different costumes and they all have different abilities that you can add on. Uh, the fighting mechanic was a little smoother in Batman because mm-hmm. you had this sort of thing where it's like if you're locked in a combo with one character facing one character, you can turn the directional, uh, the joystick and be like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm going to fight this nigga too, but then I'm going to dodge and keep my combo going. Big facts. But sometimes you kind of get stuck in that and you got to move like slowly. But as you as you get more like more like uh, skills and shit like that, it becomes really quick and shit like that. So, the swing so, mechanic is getting yeah, – I'm getting the hang of it. It's, it's getting a fun smoother. game. You're, yeah, it's super fun. It's fun. I, I heard it's just fun to swing around and shit. Yeah, it is. It is because you can do things like uh, like if you're swinging towards – Can you like, bust your ass while you're swinging? No, because he lands on his feet. Because you know he has that sort of thing where it's like, oh, I know I'm in danger. So, and oh. then his like his body's got the physiology of an insect. You know when you, right. if you ever like swatted like an insect, like Frog Girl on My Hero Academia. Yes, like Froppy. <laughs> Big up Froppy Gang. Oh my God! Yes, um, I love that girl. She's cool. Yeah, she's cool. She's got all the, and then she's learning new frog things, and I'm yeah. just like, oh. That could become useful, <laughs> knowing more frog shit. Um, <laughs> at some point, she's just going to spit poisonous venom. Like some oh, frog. yeah. She's going to blind a nigga one time. <laughs> Watch. Oh, my God. But listen, it sounds like a great weekend. Yeah, it sounded fun. Sounds like fun. Um, let's get into our the everything that we got going on for this podcast because we got first a lot going First things on. first, R.I.P. Mac Miller. Yo. Um, my I God. know this affected you more than... Whew. You and, like, a lot of other people. Oh, my God. I was here in this radio station when I found out. Yeah. And I was having a discussion about, like, um, depression and, like, relationship issues and all this other shit with somebody else. Of course, because the children. (laughs) And then I get the alert on my phone, Mac Miller is dead at 26. And I was like, what? I could not believe it. I literally, I'm better now. I couldn't believe it for probably like 24 hours. And part of me still can't believe that he's actually gone. And I think that's more so because of the mark that he's left with his music. And I'm not saying he's like a Beyonce-esque, Prince-esque figure where it's just like the music's kind of stop time. But it was the sense of he was important to a generation of people who grew up with rap music and that rap music grew up with them. When it was Mac Miller at 15 years old spitting kids and, like, you know, Kool-Aid and frozen pizza. It was truly the beginning of blog rap and, like, internet rap. But he made a conscious decision. So he dropped, like, his Blue Slide Park album. And I remember he, like, everyone was just writing, like, yo, he's just, like, frat rapper. Because he was just, like, I think that was a genre. I think it's a genre that left more in 2011. But I don't know how much more white people rap nowadays with backward caps and and rap it was like him after getting, Roth yeah, and like you rap about getting drunk and like getting C's and like you know fucking girls on like some a patio or something like that like all this other shit but he made he decided listen I'm going to make the conscious decision to make music that's somewhat substantial and he sort of sort of began to chose that route, even though the route also led, you know, the route was because of a lot of depression and a lot of issues that was going on with him. And the way he decided to cope with that with, like, drugs, comethazine, all a bunch of du- other things that are, um, you know, just very destructive. And I think 
I had this discussion just yesterday with somebody else because I'm forever talking to people about their problems. Of course. Um, I think... I think there needs to be just someone... I think there's ways to cope with things. Absolutely. Um, but when it becomes self-destructive to yourself, I feel like there's people should 100% decide to step in more adamantly than they do. Um, I think destructive behavior to oneself is some is, is is a different because everyone has their way of coping and this may have been the way that he coped and um decided it made him feel better but yeah. it was ultimately destructive to himself and you don't have the toxicology reports to say this like, is how people lose friends mm-hmm. siblings parents you know it's it's that kind of thing that happens, you know. All of that, and no one's no one's able to monitor it, or it's not completely traceable. You know, people people will tell you, "Oh no, I'm just tired." Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like, you know, I've seen him go through that. I've seen him come back. He's he dropped it, and then he came back again because I feel like he's just generally someone who went through a lot of issues, even mm-hmm. though he was a very, I would say, jubilant person. In just terms of everyone says the same thing about him. And you could tell from his interviews. I love watching his interviews because he's a guy who's just like, dude, it's like whatever. He's not someone who gets really hard pressed by things. He's not a, um, I would say, a sensitive artist. Whereas you see rappers like Eminem, for instance, they can't take a critique. Mm-hmm. Without you know, or Vic Mensa. getting getting mad and dropping a whole fifteen track album about why people didn't like their last album, yeah, because um, that's just how life works. Some people like it, some people don't. Yeah, and more and than yeah. likely, a million and a half people bought your album anyway. Yep. So I don't really, I don't know. You're still rich, nigga. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> but sometimes being rich isn't enough. Um, no, that's not what I'm talking about. But yeah, I'm just yeah. like, what are you really worried about? Right. Like, you have your money invested. You're probably never going to go broke. You have how many Diamond albums, Em? It's but- not realistic to look at the world with um, the sense that, you know, I'm going to ignore everyone who's detracting to me and I'm just going to accept everyone who's like, cool with me that's not a realistic world to live in but at some point Absolutely you have to not because you can't see your own flaws right if, you, if you're just surrounded by people who who like you, you right know? but at some point you have to learn to accept that's the world you live in and once you sort of accept it and like all right listen you know i take what you piece out what it is and what it isn't you know Truly. all this other stuff but in terms of just the mac miller thing it hurt me pretty much a lot um just because i felt like i was sitting here and i was in complete shock for probably like 45 minutes and I just remember talking like three hours beforehand about Mac Miller. I was talking to Ariel and I was just like, yo, bro, did you listen to the latest Mac Miller album? He's like, no, I haven't had a chance to listen to you. I was like, yo, it's really, really good. Like, I think you should listen to it. And just the night before, I was thinking of like, yo, I should make a playlist with all like the sad Mac Miller songs and all this other thing mm-hmm. like that. And I don't know. I don't know how he became so like prominent in my life because... I don't think on a weekly basis I listen to him all the time, but I do. You listen. know what it is? It's like we we grew with him. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's like if Wiz were to pass, God forbid, mm-hmm. we grew with Wiz. Right. You see, even though we don't necessarily like a lot of us don't super enjoy his music, we grew with him. But I also and we well, no, nah, I'm not. I'm all right. Go ahead. And we see him in a way where it's like he's almost always visible right. in this in this media age. So it's like. We almost feel like we know him. Right. I think with Mac, it was the 
the attempt to say I'm going to make music bigger than me instead of determining to make just the easy route of music. Mm-hmm. And with watching movies with the sound off, which I thought was phenomenal, and he did it again with My Divine Feminine, which I was one of my favorite albums last mm-hmm. year. And now with this new album, gosh, it's escaping my mind right now. Um, it's a, it's, it's tough because I feel like generally it's tough that I we won't get new music from him because I feel like he was growing. His latest album is called Swimming. Um, I feel like generally he was making growth with his music, and I kind of feel like we never really got to see peak Mac Miller. I feel like we were getting there, and I thought that just the music in general would continue and just you would grow and all these other things, but I don't think we really got peak Mac Miller. But it's it's kind of heartbreaking just to a generation of people and also a large amount of rappers. Like, it's kind of fucked up the way it sort of went down. And, you know, you know, my heart's out to his family and everyone sort of dealing with it and everyone sort of having to cope with it. Um, just went on the internet and uh, saw photos of like apparently um, Karen Civil was the one who found him unconscious and their actual photos of her just like and it's like heartbreaking photos um, she's asked for her to be wiped off from the internet I would ask for the same thing because it's like that's real pain like yeah, it's, insane. It's, it's it's kind of very fucking crazy where was he with karen civil or where what the no fuck? karen civil was like i don't know if she managed him but she worked alongside him for a very long time mm. like a very very long time they were friends they were all these other things um it's a it's a hard loss for me because generally it's like i'm sure people in like three months time you know won't remember but it's kind of like his music very much so lives on which is hard to do in rap these days um he was very good he was becoming very good artist and man it's just a while to actually you know think that he's actually gone and uh yeah it's just it's it's wild to think that he's actually gone now actually speaking about it a week later because he's a i think he was a very you know I don't know. He just meant a lot to a lot of people in a very special way. Um, so it's a, it, to me, it's a big loss for the rap community. Um, I guess we have to move on from there. Um, but again, rest in peace, Mac Miller. Um, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, free from his contract. Carter Five. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he's all, someone posted that he's he, that Young Money is now no, no longer an imprint of Cash Money. No, I think Young Money now just belongs to Lil Wayne. Yeah, which, exactly. Which, it, it belongs to Lil Wayne. Yeah, so it's kind of solely belongs to Lil Wayne. As of, as before, it was an imprint of, you know, cash money, and it became this entire thing. I still think Drake is probably just signed to cash money um, because I wouldn't imagine Birdband would give up Drake and Nicki and keep Gutta Gutta and <laughs> um, Chanel, what's her face? Chanel what? Um, I don't know that white bitch's name. Um, but, um, Lil Wayne the Carter Five is expected to drop next week. It's rumored to drop next week. He's done a full spread on Billboard just talking mm-hmm. about, um, the music that he's made and the freedom that he's get and coming to terms with, um, accepting Birdman's... I feel like a lot of the producers that fucked with him, like, earlier should make a comeback. I don't know. 
or maybe that would date the album because I feel like I don't know. I don't want to hear Little Wayne over like Metro Boomin or you should you, really. I would. Ah, I would. You know why I say I, I would? Not. Because I feel like his old things would one hundred percent date him. I think he would get back in that old mode. And, and then what his what would his new mode be? The things that we've seen recently. And have you been impressed by those things? No. Okay. But also, he hasn't... How much new producers has he been working with? You know what I'm saying? I feel like, in a sense of for the Carter Five, I feel like if he goes back to those old producers, he goes back to his old sort of thing. And I think with time, you have to sort of... Evolve. I don't know. I feel like that's not that bad. I want mixtape, Weezy. I don't want, like... Yeah, but you don't want... The worst thing you'll get is the same shit that you got, like, five years ago. What shit did we get five years ago? Like, Dedication Five or Dedication Six. Or like, I don't know. I am not a human being. Too was hilarious. I love that. I think it's the best comedy album I've ever heard. <laughs> Just his punchlines. I think at some point the Carter Five meant a lot to him, and I think it doesn't probably mean as much now, considering the because mo- it was his legacy. Yeah, it's something that we expected from Lil Wayne. Well, the fact that his entire career has kind of decayed over the last number of years, majorly due to this. Um, cash money situation that he had with Birdman where he wasn't able to release music on time. It ain't uh, his fault. He was... Yeah, it's not his fault, but it's... So he can't it's blame himself. No. He can't beat himself up for it. But it's yeah. something that happened. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's something that happened. It's Whether you can blame himself or not, it doesn't matter. It's because it's something that happened. Over time, he wasn't able to release things, and just over time, he just didn't become... We're watching it now with, you know, Eminem, and we're watching it now potentially even with Nicki of these rappers of the past not really living up or not really being able to coexist in this present rap where you have the young thugs or the grow or the little baby or I think it I think ego causes that kind of stagnation too in the case of like Nicki and M like the way they perceive themselves and the way they perceive themselves musically just because of the stature mm-hmm. you know but with Wayne it's like it was like a, a blockage you know yeah that's it's how not, I think it, it was something like, to me, it was more, he was malnourished and his body suffered from that. That's how I would um, compare it to, as opposed to being like, he just simply fell off. Now, 100%. But you could listen to this new shit and just find out this nigga just fell off like crazy. Um, he plans on releasing new music at some point, definitely before, I'm hearing bef- by next week. Um, the Carter Five is expected to drop. Um... I would really like to see Lil Wayne just work with. I don't think he should work with a lot of people, but I think a collaboration with Thug is a must. Um, just as a, even though I don't think Thug is even at his artistic peak right now, um, I think a collaboration with Thug is really a must. you don't think that? Nah, not really. I don't know. I feel like he's been so creative over the last two years. Two years is I'm talking about more into like last like year mm. where it's just kind of you know fell off who thug yeah you think thug fell off yeah i don't think thug fell off i think thug i think thug's thriving in a niche i don't think he wants i don't think he wants that kind of stardom but it's like people are giving it to him like nigga elton john highlights yeah, this nigga but people could just really dig your music yeah um i think just his i think his growth as an artist is completely stopped where it is that's where i think it is I don't think he's necessarily growing as an artist. I think, 
But I think that's a conscious decision that he's making as well. I'm not but, thinking it's just like a, a sign of the times. I truly. think he doesn't want to grow. I think if he wanted to become the biggest artist on earth, I think he could have made a strong attempt to it, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. Um, it's hard to do that. It's, well, it's not even, it's not about it being hard. I think hard. he could have. It's, it's not about it being hard to do that. It's hard to constantly stay on top. It's annoying. I think, I think it's he taxing. You have to do the Drake thing. I think where you have to have a team and you have to like be into things. But yeah, Drake is Drake is into things and into people and into people liking yeah. the things that he does. Where young Whereas Thug Young doesn't Thug care. doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't necessarily care. I feel and like that's that's the most likable part about it to me. I don't know. It's like a it, he's staying true without saying I'm gonna stay true. I you think know? I think I hate niggas like that. He had he was part of a number one hit with the Camila Cabello song. Mm-hmm. And I think any artist in that sort of situation would have continued to chase that. But he chose not to um, because he doesn't really care. I think he literally did the song because they requested I still keep him. the gun in my trousers. <laughs> That's what the fuck you would have said. Um, Schlatt. But with Lil Wayne, I mean, I don't think anything from the Carter Five is just going to be... I don't think we're going to completely enjoy it unless it's just really, like, masterful, in-depth look at Lil Wayne. But I don't even think we enjoy Lil you Wayne think- for that. <laughs> You think it's gonna be Lil Wayne's four four four? No, like that? I I saw that tweet. I was just like, that would suck. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I don't want I don't want Lil Wayne over super soulful beats talking about it. But I, I think he would. I think he would murk that. Quite honestly, I think it would just be like a. a it's it's like a. It would be. It's like a word. No, it's a wordplay circle jerk. That's what it's gonna be. Mm. I think it would be too 2070. I think we should make a... Uh, he should make Pussy Monster Part 2. I think we should make a category called Adult Contemporary Rap and start putting <laughs> older You <rap>. can. <laughs> you can, because I don't listen to any of that shit. No, it's fine what it is. No, I'm not saying, like, listen to LL and Public Enemy in 2018. Ew. <laughs> they put out a track? No. Oh, but I can see LL putting out sh- a new album. Um, they shouldn't be allowed to make music. But I think just in general... Lil Wayne's the style that Lil Wayne had when he was popping in 2017 mm-hmm. has evolved, and he's going to likely stick with the style that he had because that works for him. But as rap in general, as an ecosystem, as an environment, we've already long passed that with the Young Thugs, the Futures, the Lil Babies, the Drakes, the everything under the sun after that. Um, so it's kind of like eh. We, our ears are conditioned to this certain type of rap now. That's what I was saying when my co- when my now my cousin my fucking coworker was listening to Eminem in our warehouse. And I was like, "Yo, turn that shit off," because <laughs> it just doesn't like he doesn't fit in the ecosystem of rap yeah. now. I'm sure he enjoys him, but I'm just like I'm tired of his bibbity bobbity boobity ass rhyme schemes. Yeah, our ears aren't conditioned to the way he raps now. And it's just like he's trying harder and harder to convince us that he's super lyrical and shit like that, but he just sounds like a babbling asshole. Mm. A babbling asshole will be wild. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what he sounds like. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like the end of the Ed and Eddie oh theme. Oh my god! Uh, Listen, um, like when you get hit, when you get the mask and Crash Bandicoot, and you get hit. That mm-hmm. noise. That's what it sounds like. You know what I would like if Lil Wayne did? It's probably not the Carter Five because I think Carter Five is probably gonna be this long shit. That's just it, with rhymes that are like old and don't work anymore. Um, I would like just just drop like an EP. Just give me three songs to be like, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. More than likely, you gravitate to one of them. 
by the law of like you know elimination or whatever. You gravitate if someone drops three tracks, you're gonna like, oh, this is the best one. This is the one. This is the like b- when this nigga dropped the, all those th- like when Quavo dropped those three songs and we was like, yeah. lamb talk, lamb talk, <laughs> and everyone was talk. like, lamb talk, <laughs> lamb talk, <laughs> lamb talk is the one, man. Lamb. Have you heard lamb talk? That's the number one. So Bye, you- lamb talk. <laughs> so you gravitate towards one. He dropped an album and you're like, this whole thing sounds like shit. Like, <laughs> that's how I feel it's going to happen. I'm going to predict it. It drops next week. We're going to review it in two weeks. <laughs> Nigga says it's going to be a turd on audio. Yeah, it's like this whole thing sounds like doo-doo. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, golly. Um, but that's just the way ears are conditioned. Um, next Y'all up. drop some poop. Drake and Meek Mill. Made up. Friends again. I don't think they were friends before, but it's cute to see them like. No, I thought they were friends before. I don't think they were really friends. Like, how? what do you describe as friends? Like, like people who check in on each other, like yo, are you okay? People, yo, I don't think Drake was sending this nigga memes. I think Drake generally liked Meek Mill because yeah, he's a. I thought you know what? I think Drake liked Meek Mill because I think he's generally a fan of Meek Mill. Yeah, because he's a fan of the game. Yeah, rap, he's a fan of rap. And Meek Mill is a great artist mm-hmm. in rap. Um, yeah, I think he was generally. He's, a he's fan. probably one of the last. He's probably one of the last rappers I can think in my mind that made the 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 good mainstream transition from nigga who's battling in the streets to actual rapper. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So that's a different credibility. The end of an era. Truly. <laughs> the so. end of the Fabs and Rick Rosses and all this other shit. Rick Ross was not not well, a battler. He was correctional officer. I mean, I'm sure he, when we see his biopic in the future. I don't think he was a battle rapper. I think he was just oh, a nigga. Oh no, battle rapper. Oh, I thought you said like hood nigga. No, that's battle rapper, battle rapper who becomes mainstream success—that rarely ever happens. Yeah, it rarely ever happens. But I'm saying like it, it's getting even thinner. Like I think, what was it beforehand? It was like Cassidy. Cassidy, yeah. Cassidy's one I could think of, and, and that was then, like, it, and then before that was probably like DMX, and it's just like or Eminem or something. It's literally like something that comes like once every decade. Like yeah, because like freestyle, like that's another thing. Like freestyling is one of those things that's like just yeah. going out of the window. Nobody's freestyling. You're just trying to make hit songs as fast as possible. I think people are generally still impressed by freestyling. Absolutely. Freestyling can definitely build you some fans because Megan Thee Stallion built her whole fan base off of just her, her freestyling on Instagram and, and Facebook and people just posting the videos. Mm. I think freestyling, it definitely still continues to work. I think um, I think even when I look at like Hot 97's YouTube page, their most you know viewed videos are the freestyle videos. Because they're like, oh, shit, Don Q murked this shit. Like, or, or, you know, whoever, Money Back Yo or wherever. Yeah, that's one nigga. Through. You know, that, that's the thing. Like, that's one. There's, like, so many select young niggas that I think can still do freestyling. Right. Um, Who who I think was another one? That dude who dropped my first day out. Oh, T Grizzly? Yeah. Yeah. What happened to him, man? He built, like, the Tasmanian <laughs> Devil. Oh, my God. That's what happened. Someone, so He was on the hood of his car, and someone said, he said, I'm going to take your bitch. He <laughs> said, I'm going to put her on the top shelf. That nigga is short. Oh, my God. Either way, um, they made up. I thought it was amazing. I thought it was, I thought, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Their hug was mad funny, because they're like, they did that. They did bro, that. hug. No, 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 no. It's Let not- talk. Bro, hug. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up! It's the hug that it's the hug when you're really excited to see someone and your foot comes off the ground. <laughs> like they did a shuffle to the side, like they oh were they were like God. hugging and wobbling at the same time. Listen, pictures. I'm sure it didn't seem like it was off the ground for a long time, but their the pictures f- don't lie. Yeah, their fucking foot was up and shit like that. Oh my God! Niggas is flowing and shit. Niggas played ping pong after the show. Did you see that video? 
I can see Drake as a ping pong nigga. I can't see Meek Mill as a Meek ping pong. Meek Mill is a... I, I think he would probably be a terrible ping pong player. I think he'd be a terrible sport at playing ping pong. He'd be like, ah, I'll let you have that one, nigga. Um, ah, I wasn't at my full potential. Listen, <laughs> him playing ping... Just from his, like, coordination of, like, him falling down steps and, like, falling off of shit, I just can't see him playing fucking ping pong and doing well, but these niggas are having a great fucking time. First of all, it's a Scorpion brand ping pong table. He brings this with him wherever he goes? Like, <laughs> first of all, let's pause that for a second. Pause that for a second. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Bring it back, bring it back. Pause it right now. Drake has the same shit on the back of his shirt as every Mexican has tattooed on their arm. That laugh now, cry later shit. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yo, Drake is really Mexican. Yo, he is really into it. Of course he's really into it. He don't want to lose that nigga. He already <laughs> lost like three times to that nigga. <laughs> oh my God. And Drake's sight. Drake is, uh, I bet they have money on this. He's like, hey man, what's your kid look like? Hey man, it's real personal, okay? <laughs> um, I'm glad they're, because I think Rico is amazing. Son. Rico's I said that, and we never got a video for Rico because they, they were being dill holes. Yeah, but we got a video. To me, Amen is not fire. I don't know what niggas on Twitter are saying. I don't think Amen is fire. I thought Amen was good. Um, I think it's good, but I don't think it's fire. I don't know. I think Rico's fire. Rico's absolutely fire, Rico's nigga. Rico's fucking flames, That's a, nigga. It's that damn play Picasso beat. Um, so shout out to them, making up. Because, you know, that came like 24 hours after Cardi and Nikki thing happened. And then it... Was like, <laughs> Look at these bitches while in. It was that... Um, That's exactly what they thought. It was that... <laughs> it was that Family Guy clip where... Um, Men, we know how to be friends. Like, hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. Um, men. Some people are just terrible friends, honestly. I don't think they were ever friends, but let's see. No, not about that. I'm just saying some people are just... I hate people that talk like this. Only people in family that talk like this. Yeah, for real, for real. It's always like a hyperbole of real life. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> if we if we're just gonna skip over to like Fashion Week and just talk about this Cardi and Nicki thing, you want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm sure those two niggas have music on the way, and we're just gonna end up hearing it because that's what this is. This is a publicity stunt for new music. You know, what? just Let's like him that. following Chris Brown. Let's do that. <clears throat> oh yeah. You know what? You think that's a publicity stunt? I think these are publicity stunts because they know that people are watching them. Drake knows people are is what people are watching him. I don't feel like they have enough. To gain from being friends, Chris Brown to still be Chris Brown, whether he fucks with Drake or not. Absolutely, but Drake needs that Chris Brown feature for something that he's. You know got what planned. I think it is? I think it's Drake being petty because he still has not made up with Kanye, but he's making up with all the rest of his fucking enemies. Absolutely, <laughs> all the rest of his that's blood his stra- feuds. <laughs> that's his absolute strategy when you think about it. <laughs> he was like Kanye. He's like, "Yo, Drake, watch I'm next sorry. week. He's gonna have a picture with Diddy and Cassie, and they're just gonna be laughing and it up, like jet skiing and shit, and like they're Drake gonna be yucking it up, Diddy and, and like- he's holding on to him." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so slippery. I, oh. What, are you covered in Soraka? <laughs> I love you, Diddy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Listen, that, I mean, that's essentially what it's going to be. Um, you know, let's skip over to the Cardi. The Cardi and Nikki thing was going to be in the main event, but I don't think it qualifies as a main event anymore. It doesn't really qualify. Nah. It's, a, it's, a, it's been because a Because truly, long. if we look at, if we look at, um, because I feel bad that Cardi had to do this. 
Mm. Because literally, Nikki, you forcing a hood bitch's hand. I'm sorry. She, I'll say this. I'm on Cardi's side in all of this. Yeah. But she was looking for a reason. She was like, I want to clock that bitch at some point. No, she said, I approached you once, respectfully. I approached you twice, respectfully. Three strikes, and you getting whacked, bitch. I 100% felt like... What happened to the schoolyard rule of talk shit get hit? If this wasn't the music industry... There would not have been a three-strike rule. Cardi would have slapped the bitch with a shoe on the first fucking strike. Because... <laughs> I'm telling you, Nicki Minaj isn't safe on Fordham Road. Here's she better thing. not come to the Bronx. They wanted to keep it cordial because I think they have mutual friends who wanted to keep them cordial. Um, Nicki Minaj got real friends? She has Quavo. She got bitches on her payroll. Mm. She don't She don't have Quavo. She Quavo's Quavo. a loose cannon. Quavo... Quavo's Quavo does what he wants. Clearly. No Migo can be chained. <laughs> oh, my God. I should make that the title, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but that was really Lamb good. talk. <laughs> Man, I don't know how I want to talk about it. I was going to do this whole Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj thing was like the most wrestling shit in rap. Oh, bro. If I could describe it as any feud, it's JBL and John Cena. Mm. John Cena's first title reign. Okay. It is literally a paper champion hiding behind everything possible to make it sure that this other person does not succeed. Mm. That's what it is. It's the classic paper champion. And then the new popular... The new popular face has to come and slap the dog has shit the belt, out. Who already has the belt and making all these moves and no, shit. No, who already looks like they're, they're set to take that person's spot. Mm. Eat that nigga's food. Mm. That's exactly what it is, nigga. Big facts. Yo... I'm going to play the Raw theme under this. <laughs> raw, you got to play the SmackDown one. Because that's where that feud happened. Um, Listen, the storyline build-up for this entire thing has been immaculate. We got we got the go-home show, you know, last week. Got Hell in a Cell coming up on Sunday. Um, Yo, you know she's got a show coming up, right? With Janet Jackson, Cardi. Cardi and Janet? Cardi's in it, Cardi's one of the acts on that on the bill for that. It's going to be somewhere here okay. in New York. All right. Um... I do think they attempted to be cordial in the beginning, but I don't think... It was, I think it Cardi was, attempted to be cordial. I don't think any of this was genuine because Cardi always talked about... There is this one... She never said the name, and I know it was Nicki Minaj because Nicki Minaj is like the bitchiest of bitch sometimes. Um, sometimes. Don't say she, sometimes. We know it's a fact. I knew Baby for an instant Cardi B would always talk about, yeah, I went to this event once and there's this female rapper who kind of shaded me and treated me like crap. And, you know, acted like I didn't belong there and blah, 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 blah. And I knew she was talking about Nikki because only Nikki goes to those type of events. All the other female rappers don't get the opportunity to go to those events. Yeah, because Nikki blocked the shit out of them. Yeah. Um, but I knew from that, I was like, this beef is going. So everyone, that was all they needed for people to be like, there's beef. There's beef. She don't fucking like her. She don't fucking beef like alert. her. Beef alert. Um, Big beef alert. Oh, my God. Oh, the beefometer. <laughs> All right. Um, but it was when Cardi B came to number one, Bodak Yellow. And everyone was like, oh, first female rapper to go number one in 20 years. Oh, my God. She's killing it. Oh, my God. Three weeks of number one. Oh, my God. And at some point, you were like, yo, Nikki's working on something. She's going to have to come out. She's going to have to do this. Um, Nikki tried to, like, 
you know what? We don't have to do this. We'll jump on the same wave on motorsport. Mm-hmm. So motorsport motor is like the tag team match where it's like they got to learn to get along. You know, even though they don't like each other, you're going to get learn to look at And like Constable Corbin puts them in the match and shit. It's like you guys going to learn to get along and learn to love it. Um, motorsport was an incredible success. Mm-hmm. But the fact that neither of them appeared in the video with one another did no fucking help to the fact that we're trying to accept that the, both of these two can coexist in the same space. Because it was clear that you had the one situation to prove to the world that you could coexist in the same space. And you guys recorded your shots on different days and did not want to be there when the other was there. I don't like this bitch. It I'm was... Like- you shouldn't like this bitch. It was a chance at female <clears throat> unity to show that, listen, we are strong. We can have two female rappers or multiple at the same time. Kind of like the golden era when Foxy, Kim, Missy, Eve, um, Rod Digger. Um, <laughs> and all the people rocking at the same time. Yo, niggas thought Rod Digger beat up Cardi B. And that was the funniest part about Yo. all of this. Because I'm like, how I had to look up how old Rod Digger is just to assure myself <laughs> that that wasn't the possibility. I was like, Yo, she got herself a heater. And it was Rod Digger. Um, <laughs> Wrong Raw, nigga. It was Raw Ali, which is way more scary than Raw Digger. I know. That's like the Tamina of it's like. It's the Braun Strowman. I call her Raw Strowman. <laughs> like, oh, my God. I was like, damn. You, you see that bitch's jaw yeah, and shoulders? Like, uh, oh, Nikki got her heavy. Like, she got her, like, someone to take the blows. My God. Okay. Um, she got a heel stable. She had that. A heel of, like, former strippers who have something against Cardi or something. Did you did you hear the story about Cardi sending people to beat up those two strippers for talking to Offset? Yeah. And that's that's real hood shit. That's some hood shit. That's hood shit. And the hood newsletter coming every week. I don't be surprised when people... When, if people are from, like, poor neighborhoods, I don't be surprised by this because that's exactly how they solve their fucking problems. Yeah. Nicki Minaj don't know anything about solving Dykeman, problems. Dykeman, Dykeman, exactly. Dykeman, Dykeman. She don't know. She don't know nothing about that. <laughs> you know, first of all, stop with that Jeff Wood shit. That was. I wish I still had. This he was on by Twitter. the Oyster Bar, like by my crib on two hundred seven. There was just. It was just a fight. It was just a argument mm-hmm. between two. And then you see like the next clip, like bellies are flopping out, and like they're grabbing each other's hair, mm-hmm. and everyone's just. It's like, over some nigga. Yo, 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 chill, like chill, mommy, like oh, it's like Dykeman, Dykeman. Dykeman. <laughs> this shit is terrible. Oh it's always it's always over someone's significant other. I never understood it. And so. you know what? I don't think this is over a significant other. But of course it's not. It's uh I think um the fact that a significant other I want is Gucci Mane to step in. I think that's the only person that can stop this. He's like, first of all, you Gucci suck my care. dick. <laughs> Gucci don't care. Gucci's like Gucci not, doesn't care. He's I'm got his own wife in life, in this, but he's Nikki. the only person that can stop this. He's gonna be like, "You suck my dick, um, <laughs> and you wild out of control." They try to work it out at the Met Gala. They didn't work shit out. But so here's the thing: it started at this like big hoity toity event, and then at the next hoity toity event, it went down. So exactly. I, they didn't solve shit. Listen. At the Met Gala, they try to work it out. There's photos of them talking. I think they I, staged those photos, by the way. Because there shouldn't have been photos in the Met Gala of anybody. Much less, like... Inside? They, you don't really see photos inside of the Met Gala. You don't see photos of the show. You don't see photos of anything. You kind of see... All you see is the red carpet. I don't think they staged it. I think it's a can that someone caught. 
Nah, there's, there's they got like walking, three photos. There's people walking around with cameras. All I over. don't think it's if it was a candid shot, it would have been from far away. These are like photos of them close talking and having. Nigga, a there are literally people walking around these events with just cameras, nigga. Mm. I, I feel like it was a bit staged. All right, I, I feel like it was a bit sure. staged. Put um, on your tinfoil hat for that one. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go off on a limb for that because I feel like how are they having these photos of them talking like this is so i think they nikki probably did that to be like yo you know show us that we're showing it and and she said in this conversation i just want you to know you need to have thick skin because a lot of people are going to say wild shit about you and you need to have thick skin that's what nikki told cardi at the met gala so she's talking about herself i don't know what she was talking about that's, what that's some super about. villain shit. Um, Someone's out to get you. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Bitch. Um, listen, uh, the heel of heels. <laughs> the heel that'll eat a heel. She's um, about to eat a heel. And Next time Cardi sees her, she's eating some stiletto pumps. The Beats 1 interview where Nikki tried to play the victim. She was running from that one beating. That's really what it was. She debuted Chun Li and, and um, Barbie Tings. And they talked about the Cardi thing. And they were just like, you know, like, you know. You hop on a song with Nicki Minaj, and this is what you're talking about? Like, and she's there, fake crying and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, what is going on? What a herb. Um, this, is why I don't like, this is why I don't like most people from Queens. <laughs> I'm going to just be a friend because mm-hmm. they're just, like, whack. Cardi continues the sort of thing. I think, I mean, not Cardi, but Nicki. Nicki was 100% the aggressor. Cardi played the back. She was like, listen, I'm not going to get involved. Like, She's not going to let this bitch play her. I'm sorry. Right. Not about her family. Not about her. Like, her- Because you can, she could have made a wrong move and ended herself. So it's better. Like, you still have the number one hit. I like mm-hmm. it. It's still fucking number one. Mm-hmm. Um, she's still on every other Her song. videos are better. That's popping. Her songs Everyone is supporting her. All this other People thing. genuinely like her. She's mm-hmm. still got that Tom Ford bag. Why are you going to go out your way to attempt to prove to someone that you know, you're not all the things. It's like, you're popping already. Five minutes. Yeah. You're popping Five already. Five minutes is all it takes. I'm not going to spend my time... For that bitch to get sucked in the job. ...creating a sheather or anything of that. I mean, she don't deserve that. Yeah. She don't deserve that kind of... She don't deserve your your studio time. Mm-hmm. Your money spent on your craft. She don't deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know what she needs? Her ass beat. Cardi, um... This is exactly what Nicki Minaj needs. Nicki Minaj would say, I don't pay anyone to write run my raps or DJs to play my records. I don't have to do that. She sucked Gucci Mane's dick for a feature <laughs> to get her record played down uh, south. Oh, my God. Um, and then, you know, Nicki Minaj liked a very negative tweet regarding Cardi's parenting about her, you know, the new baby culture. Mm-hmm. And it went down. Yep. It went down to Chinatown, Fashion Week, New York City. The big, the the go home show before the show. It's in it's in New York. It's at the Barclays. No, I'm kidding. It's a it's the go home show. They finally just say, "Listen, Cardi says, talk about my kid one more time." Everyone has seen the clip to this point. Um, They're performing. I think Christina Aguilera is performing. Everyone said she was performing "Fighter," and you know all this other shit. She came real hard, and Cardi B fucking threw her shoe at fucking Nicki Minaj. She had that shit coming. Her go-to move, shoe throw. You ever seen Conan from WCW? Yeah. I think he used to throw his shoe all the time. 
Um, <laughs> she, he, she, she, word to Conan. <laughs> Shout out to Conan. If you know who he is, you know who he is, my guy. Yeah. Um, you know it's funny. He played Mexican, but he's actually Cuban. Hmm. Do you know that? That's kind of racist. Nah. It's people just like okay. People know the Mexicans. You I, white people are watching wrestling. You, I feel like white people told him to act Mexican. Duh. <laughs> Um, no, Mexican dude. Mexican is in, man. Haven't you seen, haven't you seen the, the LWO? Right. <laughs> um, listen, Cardi B responded with the hands or the shoe at Fashion Week. Um, and then this whole thing, the Twitter, my timeline exploded. There was people talking about Ra Ali. Ra mm-hmm. Ali became this new character in the fold. Mm-hmm. Um, confirmed for Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Ra Ali confirmed. <laughs> Um, I was immediately googling her name. I was like, I gotta know her. I wanted a tale of the tape. All and the everything. stats and shit. Oh my god, what's her finisher? All this other but shit. But really, the nod on her face came from security, yeah. which is wild because I feel like security is more for, for detaining people. You know, um, like if you're a larger, like Cardi has a small frame. If you want to detain or pull someone back, all you have to do is put your arms around them. If you're a larger person, yes. But. Knowing Cardi, she was probably like, fuck out of here, nigga, fuck out, you know. I feel like he wasn't trying to restrain her. I think that's, was it Nikki's personal entourage? Um, her personal detail? I, it probably was. More than likely. It probably was. It was probably also building security as well because they're not used to. Anyway, who books Cardi and Nikki at the same fucking event anyway? Uh, People that expect them to behave a certain way. Yeah. And it's just like. People who have no idea what's going on. Yeah, white people. Yeah. White people don't follow beef. Um, where people were just like, oh, yeah, guys, show up to this party. And it was just, I can tell Cardi was like, that bitch Nikki going to be there. I know it. I know it. If it's on site, then it's on site. Give me the dress where I can. And then, you like, did you see her prepare for the shoe thing? Mm-hmm. She took off her dress mm-hmm. in the middle of the thing. Her security blocked her while she took off her dress, picked up her shoe, and then they put her dress back on. And then she hid her shoe in her dress. What? So she could throw that shit. That was incredible. Um, True Nicki Dominican Minaj, parenting. Nicki Minaj responded on Queen Radio. Um, of course. I, I love Queen Radio. I, don't I think know it's you. useless. I think it's fucking funny. I think it just makes me hate her more. I, it would make me hate her more, but I find that shit completely entertaining. I don't. I feel like Nicki Minaj it's is, a bunch of hacks. is a character. Yeah, and I'm tired of it. And It's not a progressive character. No, no, incredibly not. Let's see. You can, they can't feed their fucking family because you mad at what another man sticking his dick inside of. Oh my god. That was flex. You mad at a woman for what Yeah, a man see, is this doing. is why I don't tweet into this. And that's the problem with so many black women and women, period. Here's my, here's my problem with that. <laughs> what? Is her doing that slut shaming thing again? No, or? I think she chooses to be a voice for black women when it's convenient for her. Oh, absolutely. Because she knows that, that Cardi, bitch? Cardi, um, Cardi did say some derogatory, you know, comments towards dark-skinned women, and I don't agree with them. But Nicki Minaj has never been the one to say, like, never been a pro. You mean someone that bleaches their skin to look lighter? Oh, I don't think she does that. I think makeup does that. But nah, she does do that. Um, I think she's pro women when it's you know. How was she in high school, and she was like a little shade lighter than you, and now she's like. Super, super de duper light. I would say makeup and photos and all this other stuff. I'm not gonna go off she, a limb and say because there's photos where she looks she like brown bleach skin. out she's skin. 
Oh, because she's not black. Because she refers to you black women. Oh, we got the receipts for that, too. FYI, she refers to black women as monkeys and roaches. <gasps> roaches! Didn't she go off in someone's DM about her age? Yes. Instead of being comfortable about her age? To freedom! <laughs> this is, but these are the women, these are the women going hard for her. The roaches. When the lights come out. <laughs> That's not funny. They, they, they scrambling. So that people could point their fingers at our culture and at our community and laugh at us some more? We don't care how people feel about our culture. That's the thing. We're not supposed to because it's our culture. We just try not, try not to let them take advantage of it, Nikki. I think at this point, Flex tried to find the exit out the door and Nikki locked the door. No, wait, hold on, Flex. Get hold that thought. No, because I don't want to forget this. Okay, okay. Hold on. Once you, the Lord gave you a blessing of a beautiful bundle of joy. And the only thing on your mind once you gave birth was to attack people and to stop their bags. Let me tell you something. A woman cannot give your man pussy if he doesn't stick his dick in there. Who are you angry at, sweetheart? You got I don't want to hear Flex play a single Cardi B record after this. <laughs> because it pl- it proves to me how feisty and fake this industry is. I feel and like how useless he is as a person. I one hundred percent. I don't buy the fact that he didn't know this was coming. Uh, oh, absolutely. He wanted this. He wanted this exposure. He wanted this on his name, and that's what makes him such Ryan's a sack of shit. To leave their house. Oh, Hold on, let me see. I don't you know. calling black women roaches? This went on for a while. I don't know why Apple Music gave her a show that's supposed to be like an hour and a half, and then she goes on for like three hours. Um, <laughs> I don't want to hear at least ten minutes of her show. But it makes me wonder what's happened next. Cardi responded on IG with mm-hmm. the IG press release, which is open your notes app and write something, and then post it on IG. Um, mm-hmm. And then we haven't heard anything since. And, you know, I'm assuming it's gone personal to the point where it's like, okay, now we can be really real about this. I don't want them. I don't want them blaming the media for their issues when they clearly have an issue with one another. And they're pitting it on the fact that they think that um, everyone has to pit two women against each other. Because if you genuinely have an issue with each other, just be fucking real and say, yo, I don't like the bitch. Yeah, because Nikki couldn't be real in the first place. If Nikki was real in the first place, they would have rumbled and we would have never heard of this again. Or they just would have been petty on the lower to each other. But now Nikki feels the need. Oh. But I've always hated this idea of one woman on top. I I hate the idea too. I think there can be multiple women on top. I think a lot Absolutely. of factors Threesome. go into play. Um, some of it is labels don't get behind women rappers like they do with men and I they purely sure think someone said when Rhapsody starts rapping about her vagina it's over for you bitches yeah. <laughs> I was like this is I think it's also because honestly women cost more to maintain in the music industry than men because you have to 
live you have to look a certain way and you know mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. have to hire makeup and fashion and all this other stuff to sort of it's an entire package yeah it's way less than that i think because they always want they want everybody to fawn over you they want you to be perceived also as a sex symbol yeah it's like it's like this whole thing with music i think part of it is the fans as we talked about on our stand mm-hmm. episode and then like the horny people yeah I think part of it is the music industry, which enables all of this other shit. I think part of it is rap that initiates competition mm-hmm. and all this other stuff like that. It's a lot of things that go into factor of it. Sometimes people just don't fucking like each other. I can't wait. I cannot wait till Nicki. If Nicki gets this thumping. I don't think Cardi B will respond back with I bars. Don't, I don't think. I but don't, there won't be more shoes that will be go flying. Oh, absolutely. And that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Because I think that's what she needs. She needs an ass whooping. I don't think she'll ever get close. That's what that'll be the thing. It's like if she ever gets to touch Nicki Minaj, that will be when everything explodes. Or she calls Nicki Minaj old or some shit like that. I don't know. Um, you old baggity braggity bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the it's the barbs versus the carbs right now. Um. <laughs> stupid <laughs> the carbs um quick news tidbit did you know pharrell wrote frontin for prince and prince said i don't want it yeah prince would say that prince is just but i couldn't i, I knowing that I knowing hear, pharrell pharrell at that age and at that time was very timid and was like you know i got this song i want to show you prince and prince was like that I don't think Pharrell was super sure about a nigga. He was part of the Neptune. At, at that point, he was like making hits for everyone. Yeah, but I'm sure. Jamming. I'm sure with a nigga like Prince, Prince has a certain presence. It nigga. was to me. I think it was all Prince. That Prince was just like, nah. Yeah, but I'm sure he said he has to push the record to Prince mm-hmm. to give the record to Prince. So he has to sit there and be like, "Hey, I want to play this song for you." Da 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 da. But or I, send it to him. But it works so much better. I'll say this: history went the way it went. I think Frontin worked way more with Pharrell than Prince. Yeah. Because hearing Prince say, I was just frightened. No, I wasn't. Like, some shit like that. I don't think, at least for that point in Prince's career, it would have looked like, oh, he's trying to maintain, he's trying to stay young, he's trying to stay hip. Um, exactly. I think it worked out well for Pharrell because Pharrell was the right energy to sort of get that crowd across. Especially when you talk about Frontin. It was new in the vernacular at that time. Like... The music video, everything around it, it's just a classic record. So, you know what? History went the way it went. Things happen according as they, sh- you know. Things happen for a reason. Yeah. No, I don't believe in that shit. Really? No, I think that shit is dumb. Really? No, because there's so many random acts that don't happen for a reason. People that lose things that matter to them. People that lose homes. Things do not happen for a reason. Mm. We have this, that's a terrible idea for causality. And mm-hmm. I think that people should be more invested in how can we stop this? Mm. Okay. Or how can we prevent this? Okay. Oh, things happen for a reason. No, just have hope that things will get better and try to make things better. Sure. But, all right, I don't want to get a, a conversation about ideals and things. But it's just Oh, like, absolutely. We're all going to have different ideals. Yeah, so um, <laughs> Quavo's album is dropping before September end, so we have that to look forward to. We also have what look to forward... Wow, I fucked that up. My brain it's is okay. on tilt. Um, Lupe Fiasco. It's, that's what happens when you talk too much about Nikki. We literally talked about Nikki for like 20, 30 minutes. That's cool. It's crazy. Joe Budden does it every week. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he goes, Ganja Burn, <laughs> Ganja Burn, Ganja Burn, Mr. Burns. <laughs> Lupe Fiasco is releasing his new album, Drogas Wave, 
coming on September 28th. First of all, talk about it. I know you don't have that much to say. <clears throat> if this nigga doesn't stay home and sharpen his goddamn Ginsu knives, <laughs> I don't want to hear his bullshit. Um, he know, got geese to fold and tatami mats to roll out in you, steam. You know what? I'm I'm not against Lupe Fiasco as a rapper. I'm against. Oh, I'm not against him as, as a rapper a either. Person, because I just think he's a miserable. He, his music industry has made him such a miserable, jaded. You person. You think it's the music industry, or I you think th- it's the music industry? I think it's just his personality. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes when niggas get to a certain point, they just feel a way about themselves. I think he had hope in the beginning, and I think every way, every step along the music industry, he's been kicked in the balls mm-hmm. every time. His first album was supposed to come out. It leaked. Mm-hmm. He had to record a whole new fucking album. I wouldn't have. I'm a lazy nigga. I'm a lazy nigga. If my shit leaks, it's like, did you guys enjoy that? Well, okay. So I'm going to actually just put out the album. Um, There you go, guys. And there's been, like, it's a, been multiple things, label situation, all this other stuff. I feel like he's been kicked in the dick for, like, at least the last 10 years, and that's what's made him the way it's made him. But it just hasn't made him a likable character. Um, or a likable person. Let me not say character. Um, Kanye West. Boom, boom, boom. Dropped a new record with a little pump. Yeah, it's real catchy. Um, but... This is his Fourier back into... Niggas. Niggas? Niggas. Niggas? What do you mean? This is old Kanye style. Mm -hmm. With this sample. Even though... I think this is like shades of old Kanye in really? terms of just something comedic, something light, because he's done that at some points in his okay, career. Okay, yeah. And and then he had the the think big ass like suit in the yeah. video. <laughs> I was like, yo, this nigga stole his whole swag from Doug and David Byrne. You That's premiered crazy. it at the Pornhub Awards where he was the executive producer. Yep. Um. I love you guys. I beat up to you all the time. Uh, I love you guys. Yeah, Kanye. He had a tweet, um, a very interesting tweet. It said Throne 2. He said, September 8th, Kanye West tweeted, Throne 2 coming soon. And everyone... Nigga said, did Jay know? Yeah. Everyone is in their pen and like, watch the Throne 2 is coming. Does Hove know? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Here's my... Here's my you think it's just a bunch of old verses or you think he's going to do Watch the Throne with a completely different team? I think... So here's here's my idea. Jay Z and Kanye West were collectively called the Throne. Mm-hmm. I think Throne Two is him and another entity, mm. and I think the group is called Throne Two. I don't think, and maybe the album will be called Throne Two, but I think Throne Two is just something that's different. I don't mean Watch the Throne Two with Jay and Ye is back. They're back on good terms. I don't think that's happening. I think it's Throne Two, like him and someone else. Maybe Lil Pump or Takashi Six Nine or whoever he's trying to latch on for, you know, substance and relevance. Um, Yo, son, I you know I saw someone tweet about look at Kanye struggling to um, grasp at relevancy in this new music market, mm-hmm. and I was just like, you're absolutely right. And someone's like, stop hating on. Someone tweeted, retweeted the tweet and replied and was like, stop hating on Kanye. I was like, you little niggas can't take a, re- a fucking critique. Because that's what it is. It's it's a critique. It's not to say Kanye is a terrible person. Not to say Kanye is a bad artist. It's that he's latching onto these younger people for relevancy's sake. He wants to stay fresh and innovative in this new music scene. Yes. And that's what he's trying to do. But it looks weak. 
it looks weak as shit because these are all super problematic and terrible people. And I it's think just it more like, so looks weak just because he's a sta- he's in, he's fucking Kanye West, you know? You know? Like, he's Kanye West. Like, he's made an album of literally a million times better than probably anything that any of these people have put out. ever make. So it's just like... But I think him lending his genius to them helps them in a way. And I think he's latching on them for relevancy. I think it's a mutual beneficial relationship. But... Let's see where those two niggas go from there then. I don't agree with it. Just because it's just like... It don't... don't, it don't look right, man. It, it don't, don't look right. It looks silly. It looks crazy. But I think it's mainly because it's Lil Pump and uh Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, because so they're ob- they're popular. It's so not, nah, it's so obtuse. Because when Kanye West works with a chance the rapper or a young thug or someone like that five years ago or three years ago when they're new, it looks all right, I could see this working. But the fact that it's Takashi Six Nine and he's a troll or Lil Pump and he's kind of like a troll too. Yes. It looks so obtuse. Absolutely. Um, so that's what I really think everyone's up in their panties about. Yeah, so fuck Kanye. Uh, moving on. Oh, we remixed this, by the way. Uh, me and Silky Black. It's oh. up on SoundCloud. Oh, yes, please. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Shamelessly. Shout out we to Silky it, Black. Yeah, let's shamelessly plug that at the end of the podcast, mm-hmm. too. Um, we got new music this week. Um, you have new music from... How do you want to do this? Let's see. Let's see. We have new music from Lil Baby and Gunna. Mm-hmm. Uh, drip Harder is, I believe. Drip Too Hard. Drip Too Hard. Wow. It is the mixture of... The hardest drip. The hardest drip. That's this next one. Ugh. Um. <laughs> That's like the shit you need penicillin for, baby. Yeah. Drip Too Hard. Drip Too Hard is when you go... <laughs> Lil Baby and Gunna... Strip Club No Condom. That's I mean, what Drip Too I'm Hard sure is. I'm sure they do a cute fusion dance and become... Gunna Ugh. Baby. Like, half their head is braided, half their hair is unbraided. <laughs> like, oh, that doesn't look good. Oh it look like a nigga God. that just got arrested. They're two of the same guys. Like, they're literally, like, kind of off the same. Which is, like, a derivative of, like, Thug's thing. Yeah, you never seen that picture where it was, like, Thug is Cell and, like, those other niggas are Cell Juniors? Oh, I haven't seen that, but I need it. Oh, I have it. Um, but, yeah, Lil Baby and Gunna, they dropped a new record. If you're into Lil Baby, if you're into Lil Gunna, I'm sure you'll find this fine yeah at this point i really do think 50 cent has stock in instagram why what do you say that because this nigga every time every single time just he blows up break some news yeah nah it's not even me breaking any news it's just him going after buster rhymes him going after he's going after buster rhymes he said he had one post like maybe about a couple days ago talking about how shout out to buster rhymes got thickest neck in the game blah, blah, blah big neck man yeah and then he posts this shit up <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. So, you know... I uh, think he literally... He's a troll. Yeah, that's how he lives his life. That nigga's just a troll by nature. He, he just Bully is. Bully life. He just is. Um. So, we have that. Um. <laughs> okay, I did see that. Um, we have new music from Boom Boom Boom. Okay, this is a weird trio. Mm-hmm. We have, it's Gucci Mane. Uh-huh. Kodak Black. Okay. Bruno Mars. See, this is the thing. With Gucci Mane in the state that he's in now, I could see him collab with Bruno Mars. I could see him collab with Kodak Black. Sure. But to see him collab with Kodak Black and Bruno, Bruno Mars, Mars is wild. Um, the song is called Wake Up in the Sky. This sounds like some soundtrack shit. 
like the soundtrack for a great black movie though. Hey. What if Bruno Mars steals this style? How about that? Steals a what? Steals this style of music. Instead of t- taking like seven very mellow early. trap, yeah, and sounding very modern. Yeah. Instead of sounding very pastiche, yeah, yeah. pastiche. That's a good word for it. Yeah. I was just gonna say old. No, well, you know, I like the song though. I like the beat. What am I saying? But then Bruno Mars rides it very well. Pause. Um, yeah, I feel like you like that that, that Fender Road sound, yeah. that, that that jazz piano. Yeah. So I think this is gonna be a hit. Um, I don't know how big it's gonna be, but I think it's gonna be a hit. And I think, quite honestly, Gucci Mane needs a hit. I don't think he needs a hit. I think he's fine. Um, he was just on GQ. Um, mm-hmm. Kodak Black definitely needs his post-jail hit because it could, literally at any moment he could go back to jail. <laughs> I don't know. People always tell me, you know, don't ever don't ever want a young black man not to succeed. I was like, I don't want him to not succeed. I just sure. don't want him to stop being a popular rapper. Right. Because he's a terrible person. Got you. Some niggas do not deserve fame. 100%. Um, and you can't tell me different. And Bruno Mars is just like, yo. Bruno ah. Mars is really just there. and He, it's, he it's, does what he wants. Yeah, he does what he wants. he's popping. Yeah. <laughs> you do what you want when you popping. A great man once said that. Um, there is a new Mariah Carey single. Do you care to listen to this? Oh, is it that Get the Fuck Out thing? GTFO. That, that song was literally meant to be part of a meme. Really? Like, you know when people just cut out a part... Like, literally, when, when we get to the chorus, you can just cut out that section. Yeah, this is a meme. Yeah, this is a meme. That's what it's meant for. It's not meant for to be a popular song. It's just meant to be a meme. I agree. Yeah. I 100% agree. Like, I've been I seeing didn't see it, for... it like that before you said it, but I... I literally... That's how I first heard the song, because you told me about it, I haven't listened to it, and then I see it on the timeline as a fucking meme. I was like, this is meant to be a meme. Oh, my This ain't God. meant to be a real song. It's for sassy... Sassy Ryan. Sassy S- response. Ryan S. characters. Shout out to Ryan. Shout out to Ryan. Um, we Shout can flex sa- game back this week. Sassiest bitch in the game. Um, with the sassiest suits on Decky. Um, <laughs> Swiss Beats, Lil Wayne... Pistol on my side. If you know Swiss Beats, if you know Swiss Beats, you know what this sounds like already. Huh? Mm. Huh? <laughs> I need that drop. I need that Joe button, huh? He wants people to freestyle over this. He this should have had people just freestyle over instead of that motherfucking bullshit that he's got going on. Now. Um. I guess this would have been cool in 2007. Absolutely. Yeah. Niggas would have been ac- ecstatic. Um, what was the song that he had? Um, fuck. Swiss Beats, Lil Wayne, and unfortunately R. Kelly. Um, it's me, bitches. Oh, my God. Yo, this was the hottest song in New York for like a week and a half. And not that it was just like, it was just because there were so many popping songs at the same time because it probably got resurfed by like Pop Champagne or something mm-hmm. like that. Listening to Ether. <laughs> you know that nigga was tight. <laughs> nigga, a xylophone on the beat. All right. 
and, and everyone knew this shit. Everyone knew this shit. But you know what? I think they're re- trying to recreate the same energy. Um, Swiss Beats has an album, Poison, coming out. It's coming out, and I think ah yes, next- Poison. <laughs> it's coming out either next week or the week after. <laughs> Two things that I think I'm tired of hearing: Poison um, by BBD and the what is it? Swiss well, Beats. Right, yeah. So what's your beef with BBD's Poison? I'm tired of that song. I'm tired of it being your go-back song to bring back the 90s. Mm. I think there's a I'm lot of things. I'm bringing it back, baby. Poison. <laughs> and then it's like, there are other new Jack Swing songs. There are, Believe it or not, it was, it was a subgenre in music that existed from a certain time period of the 90s, and there are more songs in that genre. There are more BBD songs than Poison. There are true. You can actually find a BBD song on one of the RNC radio playlists. We have a, a playlist called Kings of R&B, and there is another This is a BBD spectacular song. playlist. It's 100 artists. My aunt isn't on Apple Music, but I was like, yo, you would love this. And I gave her a list of songs. No, she doesn't have any music streaming services. Damn. She just listens to, like, you know, she lives out in Long Island. She listens to Z100. All right. We'll make a YouTube playlist for her just to, just to pump it in the just car. Just to pump. Just something. Right. If she has access to YouTube somehow. On her phone, Dem. All right. She got iPhone. All right. She's well, tell download Spotify, shit. She don't want that shit. All right, all right. Um, Some people don't want that monthly charge, nigga. You don't have to have Spotify free, baby. That's why artists are in such a, <laughs> such a you know, a tiff. Because that shit is free. Free 99, nigga. <laughs> all you got to do is listen to three minutes worth of ads at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know why I sound like I just want some. Um, let's see what we have here. What other new music is out? Um, there's that Eminem shit. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it, but just know, Tyler's white on white crime. White on white crime, baby. Um. Yeah, to do, yeah, yeah, like, literally, like. Kevin Gates dropped a new song. Oh, um, man. Throw that to the back of the bus. Um, g Easy. um, I like g Easy, but I don't, I don't know. g Easy is the clear winner in this beef. He is the clear winner. Because he's the only one that I think is going to be make, make, making music that people enjoy. Mike Posner. Mike Posner's back? That's a song I haven't. He was back uh, two years ago. Remember I took a pill in Ibiza? Yeah. Uh, I I did not know that was Mike Posner after a while. I was like, yo, what happened to him? He took that pill in Ibiza, nigga. What did they do to his brain? (laughs) Off the drugs, baby. The drugs. Um, The drugs. Let's see. I'm going through Apple Music just to see what else dropped because we're obviously getting to. I mean, No Name. Do you know No Name? She had a song called Diddy Bop. Nope. Um... A couple of years ago, No Name is an artist. She's a female MC. Um, she's upcoming. A lot of the internet likes her. Uh, mm-hmm. She had a song called Diddy Bop. I'm bending, I'm bending, I'm bending, I'm bending. Aw. Yeah, this wouldn't be some shit I would listen to. But it sounds good. So Diddy Bop is probably her most popping song. Uh, okay. It got her pretty much some notoriety. She's been touring. She's been doing... She was featured on Chance the Rapper's album. A lot of different things. She's from Chicago, so, you know, just female rapper. Everyone's support, sort of supporting her. She dropped a new album this week called Room 25. It is... You know, it's not as good as the last one, but th- not to say that it's bad. She does this thing... She's very smart. She has a huge vocabulary, and she makes sure to put all of that in this song. I've never heard someone use, like, I've, I I forgot the word, but it's at least a three-syllable word in a rap and just continue rapping at the pace that she raps at. So, you know, no name if you like her. Check it out. I would check it out. If uh, if you trying to, if you like. If you like elevator trap music, 
Well, it's that shit. No, it's not so election-y, but so- <laughs> I'm glad you said so election. So election would play it though. So uh, election would play some shit like this. There's a song called This is Ace featuring Smino and Sabo. Yeah. They're all part of the same the same wave. Yeah. yeah. Um let's see. All right, let's get to 6 lakh. Um Six Lack is the main event. Really? Yeah. That's the, that's the biggest album. That wow. Um, congratulations, Six Lack. Congratulations. Your album is good. Um, Six Lack. But it's a given. East Atlanta Love Letter is the name of this album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he, grew, he rose to prominence two I years still think that picture is fucking stupid. You're not supposed to have that baby near the mic and the monitors. If mm-hmm. you actually recording, it would have just been better to have him like at ground level playing with the child or holding the child in a studio setting than like actually to... by like a, a cracked out like. He looked like about to make pancakes. Yeah, with that baby on his chest. It's like either that or trap. <laughs> either that or trap. Oh my god! I've when... seen people cook crack with babies in the house. Mm. I wouldn't recommend You've it. You've seen it. Mm. All right, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he rose to prominence a couple of years ago as this like artist that was just became a very popular streaming figure because I think Apple Music put mm-hmm. him on every playlist imaginable. Um, there was that issue with who does this song belong to, Future or Six Lack? Like, um, what song? Perky's calling and um, what's this song? X is calling. X is calling. So there was that sort of issue. I never know. I I need to actually research like. The origins of that issue because I don't know how both those songs got into those hands. Might have been in the same studio if they're both from Atlanta. With the same, but with the same cadence and the same style and the same everything. Yeah, so it makes me feel like the same person wrote the song mm-hmm. and one dropped it and the other one dropped it and didn't. You know, I, I'll find the origins of it. But he became popular off of that. His album went gold. Um, he's been on a few singles since that. He's been on on the way with. Um, Ty Dolla Sign and Khalid. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's collaborated with Janae Aiko and Kodak Black and, you know, um, a few other people. But he's mostly kept quiet in between because he feels like he's just an artist that doesn't need to drop music every so often. That's good. He literally, for the past... I can appreciate a person that knows when to shut the fuck up. For two years, he literally only dropped 14 songs. Yeah. And that's all that the audience had, but they're a great fourteen. There's a great fourteen song. Yeah, it's good quality over quantity. Um, East Atlanta Love Letter continues that style, quite honestly. And to me, it takes what was originally on free, you know, free black, um, and it just kind of takes it to the next level, mm-hmm. which I agree. He has um, collaborations with Future on East Atlanta Love Letter itself, um, collaborations with J Cole. And offset and Khalid. Um, would you find yourself listening to this? Lose future and future and um. You gotta get to the future part for me to know. Carlos' his eyes closed and he's jamming. He feels the soul of future injecting him. <laughs> no, I don't say injecting. That's a that sounds word. painful. Uh, uh, seeping into him. 
Ah, you feel me? Dude? By osmosis. <laughs> Codeine osmosis. <laughs> um, I like the I like this entire album. Quite honestly, I think it's an album that you can't. You can definitely find songs al- separate by itself. That um, I think I'll do a live listen tonight. You can, this, yeah, songs by itself that you can just kind of like pick out and be like, oh, I like this one. I like this one. But you enjoy the experience of the mm-hmm. entire album that you listen to it all at once. And that's what I can appreciate about this album. He has a song called Pretty Little Fears featuring J. Cole. Um, it's good. I mean, it's good. And even J. Cole gets this part. And J. Cole's all the way at the end. So just in case you wanted to listen to the song and then you're just like, oh, fuck, J. Cole's here. You've already listened to most of the song, so you can skip it. I'm but- glad you know me. <laughs> but I like the song. Um, he has Switch on there. Which I love. This is one of my favorite songs out right now. Um, he has Thugger's Interlude. Which is a one minute interlude about listening to Young Thug. Mm. Wow. Piano. Piano driven. Trying to keep myself from going under. I've been listening to young thug. When it's good, it's good, but the question Wow. <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows your spirit. I respect him a little bit more. Um, he has Balenciaga Challenge featuring Offset. See? If a nigga wanna fuck with me, he gonna fuck with all of me. He ain't gonna fuck with me sometimes. He gonna fuck with Now me he's thinking. Know what I mean? Period. I, I still think that cover's stupid, though. Um... This is the hardest song on this fucking shit, man. Balenciaga Challenge. Oh my god. And then he has the love ballad. The love ballad called Stan. He says on this song. I'm trying to pull up the lyric. Baby, I'm going to love you like a stand, stand, stand. Eh. This is 2018. <laughs> That's a miss on my part. That song is hard. Mm-hmm. This entire thing is hard. To be quite honest with you, from beginning to end, it's probably one of, to me, one of the best cohesive, compact releases of the year. Um, I don't think it's just... I think he took his time with this. I think he knows what works for him. I think he's managed to use his voice as an instrument that creates a vibe every time he's on a song. I think he melds between rapping and singing and, you know, everything in between very, very well. I think just in general, his concepts for songs and all this other stuff, I think you could get lost in the vibe of the song Mm -hmm. and just kind of forget what he's saying at some point because you're so entrapped. But I think that creates the sort of experience. Um, To me, this is an album you listen to with the lights off, with just, you know, 
the glow of your computer screen as you try to you know get work done or something like that. It's a it's an it's an experience of an album. I would if I had to give this album a rating, I would give it like four to four and a half out of five. This is a really good album. Um, that is, you know, I feel like maybe now we should start calling him Black. No. Nah, all right, yeah. No. Um, but <laughs> he don't know how SEOs work because if someone hears that your name is Black, they're going to look up Black. Black. And it's like, how do I even search for that? Black music? Ugh, damn it. Um, black rapper. Ugh! Black singer? No, fuck. He should have been like... I don't even know. He should. Mo six lack nigga. Mo six lack. Ah, um, song called Flaming Mo. <laughs> um, but listen, best album that I've heard in weeks. Quite honestly. Oh, literally. That's uh, an honor. Yeah, it's. You have some good taste in music. Um, we didn't get to everything this week, but you know we'll get to it in two weeks when we come back. Um, tell them about your track again with Silky. Oh, yeah, yeah. We remixed I Love It because we were just like, this is catchy. By Lil Pump and Kanye West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where can they find it? On SoundCloud. It's on Silky's SoundCloud. You can follow him at Silky, Silky Black, Black NYC on Instagram. Yeah. And you can follow him at Silky. Or follow Carlos. He probably retweeted it and just posted it. Oh, yeah, I reposted it. Yeah, But so. don't follow me on SoundCloud. No, just follow him on Twitter. Yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Damn it, Carlos. Damn um, it, Carlos. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at MealCV, and you can follow Two Belts on Twitter at Two Belts Podcast on Twitter. You can also follow our. We got to make our intern tweet more. Yes, we do. Yeah. Actually, we need a social media person. True. If you're interested in the job, all you have to do is retweet funny stuff and also retweet the stuff that we said. Hey, it might be funny and it might be stuff we say. So it just makes your job easier. Um, Facts. So we need one of those. If you're interested, please let us know, and you know, just don't be weird about it. Um, you can also follow RNC Radio at RNC Radio Live on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on we, Twitter, we just Twitter on the Twitter Instagram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just drop a playlist called the Party Next Door Collection. First of all, I don't need him to come out with any more albums mm. because it's literally I don't know how he does this, mm-hmm. but he really does. Sing my life, and yes. I need him to stop doing that. Listen, exactly. This is a, this is a kick off the entire thing. It's called the Party Next Door Collection. We collectively put together forty Party Next Door songs that we really, really enjoy because <laughs> most of RNC Radio really, really enjoys Party Next Door. Mostly men, yeah. Like mostly men go to his shows. And Honestly, it's wild. it is what it is. Unfortunately, um, it's wild to me. But you know, I'm a fan. Um, who is, He's making money either way. Like, come on. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so we dropped that. We dropped, as we talk about the Kings of R&B playlist early in the week, we dropped Ding. the season finale of The Lookout. Mm-hmm. So we ended the Blue Saga. Saga. Uh, it was incredible. Mm-hmm. We spent about 25 minutes talking about Oob. Um, <laughs> which is which sounds like when you put boo and oob together it's you boob. get boob I thought about naming the episode that and then I was like listen boob listen, it's not but we spent 25 minutes talking about oob and Dragon Ball Super and looking mm-hmm. forward to this movie that's coming out later this year it's gonna be fucking incredible when, when does it come out? Um, in Japan it comes out December 14th in America it comes out January so to oh, me that gives me time yeah, to me it comes out de- December 14th um, cause I'm going to Japan nigga no, you're just gonna stream it illegally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else do we have? We have the A show that dropped this week. We did our Hell in a Cell <laughs> preview. By the time you hear this, 
you will have about 16 hours before Hell in a Cell. So make sure you tune into that episode. And next week, we will have a special episode because the man, Justin Davis. You know what? I don't know if I can talk about it. He posted it on Twitter, bro. All right. He went to the Performance Center. I'll bro, just he say told that. the whole story about the Performance Center. I'll just say that. He went to the Performance Center. He treated he, it like it's a secret. And he like, did the some nigga things. let everybody know he was there. And he did some things. There's an NDA somewhere. Um, Not a disclosure. Yes. There's an NDA somewhere. He talked about a whole match, bro. Oh, you know what? There's an NDA somewhere. All right. He went to the Performance Center, and let's just say... Niggas was performing at the Niggas center. Niggas was performing. Of the ring. And we ah. were there. Ooh, I wasn't there. It's going to be a fun episode. So make sure you tune into the A Show next week and every other week after that as we're heading towards our 50th episode. Hey, ESPN, pick up the A Show. Pick up the A Show. You or pick it. up um, RSPN, which comes back next week Tuesday. Or Niggas. this week Tuesday. Oh, yeah. RSPN deserves it. RSPN. Sports podcast. Get your only sports. That's the only thing I Niggas love sports. Niggas. Talking sports. Big shit. Sports entertainment. Listen. Wrestling. Oh. Niggas. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. All that other stuff. And I was talking about music. Motherfucker. Niggas. So listen to all of that. Uh, make sure you tune in. Oh, also back this week. Um, dating in NYC. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Podcast is back. The podcast delightful. is booming. It's delightful. Listen, I'm going to get my fix. You know what? I, I'm, I'm glad she's also it, it, seeing her, you know, evolve and get the plays and now doing video content and me have turning down video content for so damn long. I kept telling you we should do video content. And you're like, oh, we got to get fly. I was like, no, we could but be bum ass niggas. Her set looks so sexy and it just looks so incredible. Mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, that's how I would do it. So maybe we should think about it. I've been told you. We right, never I you know, I mean, we, we you discussed this. I, no, you were right. Come on. You were right. You were right. You were right. I'll say that you were right. I just don't want to do it every week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, we could we could do it for a segment or in a piece, even if we're like when we bring in guests, but it's just like. I'm very particular. Yeah, and that shit is annoying. I'm very particular. That's called annoying. No. Particular is annoying. Nah. You want to know why? Why? Because I care. About what? About us. That's a lie. <laughs> because you're particular because it's about it involves you that's no. the problem oh my god how you're would particular. you think that I'm selfish that way I care it's about, not about us you being the true. brand is Shut strong up, my friend what Shut are you up. talking about yo don't nigga. do this on, don't, don't let this nigga pull your heartstrings don't with this nicky talk. me alright don't nicky me don't nicky it's me. real it's no cause I, I don't care you don't care so it's about you no it's about us no, it's about you, it's nigga. It's about us. You we can't just make have it a difference about of me. opinion. We you just have a fool. Opinion. I care. You lie. I care about you. Ah! <laughs> Tune into two belts. <laughs> uh, ah. This was episode 157. We'll be back next week. Um, maybe we'll care. Fuck out of here. Ah! <laughs> I was right. Oh, my God. It was me all along, Austin. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> Uh, cut it off. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this shit went off for way long. Oh my god. Oh. oh, you didn't get that was me, Austin? Nah. Oh. It's still in there. In fact, we're still recording right now. Oh, alright. Well, <laughs> I'm turning Good night, guys. Mic. Peace out.